Welcome back to Nights at Nefertiti's with your host, Nahum. It's another episode, guys. Welcome, welcome. It's almost February, which is crazy. And how did, where, where did January go? Was he even, my brain cannot even comprehend that. But anyway, today we're talking about how love can show up in unexpected places and how it's shaped our relationships and societal views. Okay, so this topic of love comes up, it's February also, so I didn't really correlate the two, but the past two books that I read mainly focused on that. I mean, I've read a couple books in between, but at the same time, the two that definitely stuck out to me were All About Love by Bell Hooks, The New Visions, and Leo Buscaglia, Busaglia, Busaglia. I think that's how you say it. I'm going to have to come back on next part episode about it and his book love and it's love what life is all about so those are the two books that i've been reading and have really inspired this like love series that we're jumping in on you know so like i said the topic of love comes up in different aspects of our lives from the love we have for our family friends and our significant others to the love we have for our passions and hobbies and even the love we have for ourselves or the ones that we cultivate for for ourselves at least or try to and how all of this really plans out in society and like in vast cultures around the world whether it comes from more conservative thoughts or more liberal open-minded cultures which we're gonna explore a lot of this in the coming parts we'll be doing probably like two or three episodes other than this one honestly because surprisingly love is not a simple thing and it's much more diverse than we and I mean I for sure have ever thought this part is mostly going to focus on the way most of us have thought of love with a bit of like defining it and in a bit more introspective, retrospective way or look at it. So in all the parts, I'll be grabbing some ideas from two books that I highly, highly recommend. And they are, like I said, All About Love by Bell Hooks and Love by Leo Buscagli- Busaglia. Busaglia. Okay, we're going to figure that one out together, guys. So stick around because this isn't the conventional cliche view of love. And in this episode, we're defining what it is and a different perspective. I don't know if everyone thinks like this and let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear them. But before we get into the nitty gritty of it all, we're going to dive into all of that. That's my my part where I get to update you guys. So I'm going to kind of call this segment my overthinking thoughts of the week. So this is me overthinking and sharing it with you guys, really. So we're going to bounce into that. To be very honest, 
honest, I usually think about this segment on my walks, my mental health walks, as I like to call them, every time. And I have like so many things I want to say. And then I come back from the walk and I'm like, okay, what were you thinking about? What were you wanting to share on the episode that's coming up? And sometimes I remember and write them down and other times, oh my God, my memory is like a freaking goldfish these past few days. And I don't know if it's when you have anxiety and you basically start forgetting a lot of things or just like my brain slowly malfunctioning in some capacity but something that happened recently is I realized there's a lot of things I need to work on there are things that will only be to my therapist that I will be sharing but this is something that I feel very comfortable being open and honest about to be honest so something I definitely definitely need to work on is the fact when I get like these aha moments and I would love to know if you feel like this is relatable to you or not and if you could tell me if you share some type of sentiment with what I'm about to say because I feel like this is a very personal experience but like we all know none of us are completely unique and if I've am experiencing this someone out there probably has experienced this or are experiencing this until now but it's like not a huge revelation anyway but I digress so when I get these like super aha moments or like a thought I journal about it and reflect on it do like all that like nice stuff but when I do that and it's about like it has to do with a specific people that I've had relationships with in the past or people that I just have lost touch with I almost automatically just want to like reach out to the person and share with them my thoughts and my like revelations that I've like come up with and like these reflections and like what I've learned and what why I acted that way and how they've impacted me and etc etc and I mean I never or almost never act on it I get like filled with so many emotions that I really want to share that I have like no idea what to do with though because I can't act on them obviously and this isn't about like angry feelings either it's not like it was like a fight or an argument and you know like sometimes when those happen and then you have like a great comeback after it by like a few hours or a few days no it's not like that it's usually like two things to be honest and I've come like I said I've contemplated sharing this but I'm curious if anyone feels the same so one is when I realized this person who I no longer speak to taught me something and like gave me something I need in that point in time whether it was like this space to be a bit selfish or like their bright like bright outlook on life when I struggled to find like a silver lining in hard hardships or like tough times and the other instance is when I realized that I wasn't being the best person towards someone and I understand why I acted in a certain way and just you know, feel like the need to be able to be like, I'm so sorry, be apologetic. 
And what I find super surprising about all of this is that it's usually people that I've had like a fallout with and it's not like out of quote unquote bad blood type of fallout, but just like a normal fizzle or people that like I can't explain how I no longer talk to them or why we don't have a relationship anymore. But that's beside the point I'm trying to make. I guess what I'm trying to say is usually when I journal or like write, I feel so much better letting it out on paper. And I feel like, okay, I've learned from this. I reflected on this. I see why I put that on paper and I feel so good. Like a weight's been lifted off of my chest kind of thing. And then go on my merry way. When it comes to these people and these reflections and like reminiscing, maybe it's nostalgia for all I know. I feel like okay, I wrote it out now. What? So like, that's it. Like, I want to tell them, I want to be able to like have a conversation with them. I guess in a way, this is like understanding space and boundaries. And to put simply that there are like some things I keep saying, like, I'm so sorry, that will always remain unsaid and unknown. And just sitting with that uncomfortability is part of the process of acceptance. I don't know what exactly my point I'm trying to reach with sharing all of this, but I'm curious if you've ever experienced this or a similar sentiment of having things you still want to say, but knowing you'll never have the chance or the opportunity to do so. And if you did have the chance or opportunity to do so, would you take it? Let me know your thoughts on this because I'm so curious about this. And I guess the odd part about it is that I'm accepting of the situation of not talking to these people. And I guess I'm like, picture it as if like bumping into them or like getting to share it. And then both of us can like go and leave at the end of the day, going back to our normal lives. I don't know. Life is weird. Sometimes relationships are weird. Growing apart from people is odd, but you accept it and it's okay. And I guess that goes with the fact that I'm the type of person that if I meet someone and I feel like we click, I automatically think that we're friends. And that does so much more harm, I feel, than good. But it's understanding that when that happens and I'm on the other side where, yeah, we had like a good connection and good and everything, but I don't necessarily see a friendship blossoming that that's okay and just being accepting of how things flow with other people and not to take it so personally and just go with the flow like I said life is weird sometimes now on to the real purpose of the episode love Okay, what exactly is it? Well, so with my research, to many people, often love is associated with romantic partners at the very like forefront and then other important relationships that follow like love for family and friends. So let's, for a second, 
take a step back and talk about how, for most people, generally speaking, of course, when asked about love, their instant thoughts go to romantic relationships, talking about it as like an intense feeling of affection towards someone, which I'm going to generalize again and be vague for a moment. So get ready to roll those eyes. Could be a warm and fu- like love could be a warm and fuzzy feeling you get when you're around that special person, the one that makes your like heart skip a beat. But love is not just limited to romantic relationships. It's also the bond between your family and your friends, the love for our pets, your pets, the love for your hobbies and your passions and the love you have for yourself even. So love can be found in the smallest moments of our daily lives. It's the way, for example you the way like your best friend always knows how to cheer you up and make you feel so good inside and the way that you feel when you finally like accomplish a goal you've been working towards or landing that dream job that's another form of love and or the excitement and like love you have for reading or the excitement and love you have for your dog or your cat or whatever other pet you might have. So love is not just a feeling as well. And we're going to jump into that element. But for a second, it's also about the relationships we have with ourselves. And that's going to pop up in a different episode. And It's something that I do want to highlight in this one. It's about being kind to ourselves and forgiving ourselves and understanding that we are worthy of love as well. And loving ourselves is the foundation for all of these different types of love. So to be able to define that, I feel like saying that was super important. And okay, so like I said, love from when reading the two books that I'm going to like talk a lot about in this episode from All About Love by Bell Hooks and Love by Leo. They mention how love is not singularly just a feeling. It's an action and it's about the way we treat others, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we talk to others, the way we live our lives every day. It's about being present and mindful and being kind I feel like this word is so like it's so used nonchalantly that it encompasses such diversity and such impact when you really look into it in the depths of it that it might sound so silly making an episode all about love or making a series all about love and studying love in different forms that it's crazy to me though how much it's something so vital for the human experience and it's so vital for everything around us there's love in everything when you really think about it like your relationships with people your relationships with what you enjoy doing and what you don't enjoy doing your relationship if you believe in religion if through religion, if you are even spiritual, it's through these different beliefs, through your ambitions, through all of these different things, it encompasses such a diverse set of 
beliefs and experiences, I would say, and the way you act around everyone and to yourself as well. It truly is so complex and multifaceted, like this whole concept of it, that it can be understood and experienced in so many different ways and so many different people experience it in so many different ways and define it in so many different ways. And one perspective on love emphasizes the importance of like self-love and like self-acceptance and building healthy relationships with others. And this view emphasizes the importance of valuing ourselves and being able to put boundaries like why are we going to therapy except to learn to understand ourselves and be better people and not necessarily only better for ourselves but better for the people around us and better for the community around us as well because we don't live in a world where we're all singularly stuck in bubbles and in these like different forms of relationships and uh, the thing is bell hooks and leo both have kind of similar but kind of different perspectives on loves and loves love that i feel like it's going to be interesting delving deep on the definition of it because of the fact that i think that i can see perspectives from both of them and I would also love to hear how you take in this information and how you view it and how you think this conversation should go and your own beliefs on loves, loves <laughs> again, love and like your perspective on it. In another episode, which I think is going to be one of my favorite ones about this whole topic of love is the perspective on love, how it focuses on the role of society and culture and cultural norms and like how shaping and understanding the experience of it. This view suggests like societal expectations of us and gender roles and how it influences the patriarchy and how we form and like maintain our relationships and also how it affects the way we view and express love and I find this so interesting and so impactful because you learn so much about well I'm going to say it from my perspective I've learned so much about it of how I want to be able to express my love to people and be able to receive it as well because I think that we all receive and express love differently I mean there's like the idea of the five love languages which kind of has that type of gist but I think it expands even farther than just quality time acts of service gifts physical touch and words of affirmation I definitely blinked on that last one but it expands further than that and I'm excited to really delve into that topic and view how you guys as the audience encompass and perceive all of these things and how you decide to express love to the people around you and the people that you care about and love apparently and also how you enjoy to receive them because I I believe that we would like to receive them in different ways from the different people in our lives. Like 
you would want to receive love differently from your partner than you, from your friends, than from your family, than from your community, even than from like it, your pet. Like there's so many people that, and things that we receive love from and how we express it also matters as well. So I'm going to introduce both of the authors in this episode and then so it could be a reference. So if you're listening to it, you'll know who Leo and Bell Hooks are. So Leo is also known actually as the doctor of love and was a popular author, speaker, and professor, I think at the University of California, who focused on the topic of love and human relationships. He wrote several books on the subject. So Leo's definition of love is centered. Well, actually, I'm going to pause there and I'm going to tell you about Bell Hooks first, and then I'll tell you how he defines love and how she does too. So Bell Hooks is an American author. She's a feminist, a social critic who has written extensively about love, race, and gender. I do want to note something super important that I was going to slip my mind was that in Leo's book, Love, it's written in the 1970s. So I would say that if you are reading, if you decide to read that book, especially I would say to take his wording in his writing with a grain of salt because sometimes I would even roll my eyes and just like, "Uh, what the heck? But then I'm just like, but the concepts of the book are very, very valuable, I think. Okay, so back to the definitions of each author. So... Leo's definition of love is centered around the idea that love is a choice and an action rather than just a feeling. He believed that love is something we actively choose to do rather than something that just happens to us. He also emphasized the importance of self-love and believed that the ability to love others is closely tied to our ability to love ourselves. So Leo basically stressed that love is not just something we give or receive, but rather something that is shared between all of us, everyone. And he believed that love is not just about like feeling good, but about like creating these good feelings in others. He also talked about how love is something that's like not limited to romantic relationships, but we can also apply it to all types of relationships like I've mentioned previously, including with her friends and her family and even, but he adds on even strangers. Okay, so I actually have the All About Love. I have both books with me right now, but I have the page where Bell Hooks explains her view and this is on page four and she basically says that okay wait I have to find it okay so she said she spent years searching for a meaningful definition of the word love and was deeply relieved when she found it in psychiatrist M. Scott Peck's classic self-help book at the time it's called The Road Less Travel and it was 
traveled and it was published also in 1978 man in in the 1970s they really really were into this whole love fest really and i find that so interesting though but anyway i digress point is back to what she was saying so she says echoing the work of of eric from he defines love as the will to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another's spiritual growth explaining further he continues love is as love does love is an act of will namely both an intention and an action will also implies choice we do not have to love we choose to love since the choice must be made to nurture growth this definition counters the more widely accepted assumption that we love instinctually so that is kind of how bell hooks kind of gravitated to this idea of love but she also critiques the traditional views of love as being based on just domination and possession and instead she really advocates for this whole idea of more holistic like approach to it so she wants more empowering and more inclusive understanding of love so she argues that love requires a deep understanding of our own selves and understanding the people around us as well as the commitment to basically justice and equality and this is why i feel like i am a mesh between the two because i find it both important for love to be expressed within our own selves and for ourselves but also to be transcendent into others and even people that we might not even know and have no actual like intimate connections with like family with blood ties or friends with just intimate friendships and then with significant others you have that is the highest of intimacy in my eyes and on the other hand though so bell hooks goes into the fact a for being basically a feminist theorist and a writer has a critical perspective on how love is viewed throughout society and we'll like i said dive a lot deeper into that in a different episode and like how society is very influenced by love being an action rather than just a feeling so while both leo and hooks both focus on these importance of love in human relationships they have a very distinct perspective on what love is and how it should be practiced so like i said leo's ideas tend to be more focused on the emotional part and personal aspects of love while hooks ideas tend to be more focused on like society and political aspects of love but the thing that makes me feel like i am both is the part that actually how they kind of overlap with each other because they both believe that love is an import is important for our well-being and for our personal growth and if you've listened to the past few episodes i feel like you've noticed there's been a shift in the content that I've been posting about the podcast in general, how it's kind of been more focused on caring for ourselves and being able to be 
happy within ourselves. And I say happy kind of loosely because I think being calm and peaceful with ourselves is the goal that I have for my own self. So I feel like that's kind of what I advocate for and also how this space is slightly becoming into this sense. So I felt like it was a perfect episode to do about love is the fact that both Bell Hooks and Leo basically believe that love is an important part for our well-being and our personal growth. And so do I. And I really advocate for that. And Hooks, for example, emphasizes that love and justice are not separate things and love should be inclusive and empowering and if you know me you know the well not even if you know me if you've heard any episode of this podcast you know how much I love the fact of the whole women supporting women the empowerment of women's rights equality of all genders I love that and also the empowering of being able to be like enjoy the aspects of our life and take care of ourselves and really advocate for ourselves and advocate for the people we love and the the beliefs we have and empowering our own thoughts like me making these podcast episodes I hope to be able to empower at least one person out there listening and make them feel included and have a safe space to be able to express themselves and have conversations that are more vulnerable and are more impactful for the world in general. So yeah, but both Leo and Hooks, to go back to their ideas on the concept of love, offer unique perspectives and emphasize the power of love to bring people together and to heal and highlight the importance of critically examining societal norms and structures that impact the way we understand and engage with it so all of these have feeling have action have impact and both perspectives are important in understanding and navigating the complexities of love and relationships in our lives whether it's with people that we know and have intimate relationships with or know in general or strangers and communities and like cultures and different countries and all of these things really do fall in together in this like web of love I would say So both of these individuals have a deep understanding of the complex nature of love and I'm excited to explore it even further in coming episodes, well, the coming parts of this series and I feel like I'm going to figure out a name for the title I haven't figured it out yet but you obviously know if you clicked and listened on the episode but they recognize that it's not just a feeling and it's a choice and it's a commitment that requires a lot of work and a lot of effort and to understand it is not just to think about it in a romantic sense but to encompass all aspects of how it impacts our lives with everything and how intertwined it is in everything that it really truly is kind of a web out there but I think that is as much as I will share in this episode about defining love. I want to know 
what is your personal definition of love and maybe we'll share it in the next episode to continue the conversation with you guys and understand what you believe love is and how would you define it in your life and in your everyday life or how would you want to define it later on too that's a kind of a different question so think about it love isn't just about sending these flowers on valentine's day or posting sweet messages on instagram it's about the little things we do every day that make huge impacts that build up in time that do make these huge impacts like waking up early to make like your partner breakfast before work or taking time to listen to a friend's struggles and offer support it's about being there for the people in our lives even when it's hard or inconvenient but love isn't about the people in our lives it's also about the way we treat others it's about how we do self-care and it's about showing up for ourselves being kind to ourselves and taking care of ourselves i'll elaborate on that later but love is also about the way we treat our community and i feel like i want to really stress this and the world around us because if we don't show compassion to other people and other countries that are struggling or other people even in our own neighborhoods that are struggling it's about volunteering maybe or if that's not it just being a good neighbor and using our privileges and recognizing our privileges to make the world a better place it's about being a force for good and trying to spread kindness and positivity wherever we go and not in the sense of like toxic positivity but you never know your simple act of kindness could be a ray of sunshine for someone's day like i remember the other day a starbucks barista was so freaking kind to me just by like just saying how are you oh my god that made my day that that was a form of just like pure kindness Okay, that's me being super mushy-gushy in that last part because I felt super mushy after saying that. I don't know. Sometimes I get like encompassed in or like daydreamy zoned out in all of these thoughts. And I'm just like, wow, you have a part of your heart that's like total mush, total cheese ball. And that's just me. I guess I'm just like really hitting my my like that side that part of me in this episode and it's it's showing and I guess that's what it is to grow and be be an open person is to try to be a little bit more vulnerable even though I'm like a super private person but yeah that's this is me trying to be able to do good and and share kindness and share some pieces of of things I've learned that I feel have value that I would love to share with more people and I would love to know your input and your perspectives I know I said this like five times but I really would love to allow you guys and open up the floor for you guys to join in on this conversation and with that we're gonna go into the recommendations (laughs) 
still brainstorming a, a nice title for my Rex in general. And I'm going to say this now and just so we know. I don't think I'm going to do recommendations every episode because I feel like it's a bit stressful because sometimes I'm just like, I have nothing to recommend. But luckily, this time I kind of do. Okay, so something I've been kind of hyperly fixated on recently is newsletters. And yes, I am back on that train and I love that it's back, that people are writing again and people are posting on Medium or Substack or wherever blog newsletter type things are. I love it because I just love to read things. Maybe this is like the nosy part of me, just like wants to know what people are up to. But I mean, they're posting it and I'm reading it. And that's my current fixation. And I'm loving it. I I don't know why, but I've been kind of like in a reading slump. I've been trying to read, but then honestly, at the same time, I don't have enough time to read as in depth as I do because I'm the type of reader that if I'm holding a book, I want to be able to fully focus on that book, but I haven't had any time to be able to do that even like at night I've been going to bed pretty early because I've been waking up early too because I'm doing a new lifestyle routine but that's beside the point anyway my recommendation is find a nice Substack newsletter and subscribe to it read it see if you like it and enjoy because I've been enjoying it so my recommendation is to find a newsletter to subscribe to and it's so enjoyable to have that email pop up in my inbox and I get to read it and enjoy it and it's like short and sweet and even if they're a little bit longer I still enjoy them but they're a little bit different than reading books because like I just mentioned okay so and my other only other (laughs) recommendation I have for you guys is basically I'm in love with the podcast Diet Starts Tomorrow. Remy and Emily are great, amazing hosts that create such a nice, safe space for people that have experience with diet culture, etc. And yeah, they have a really good podcast. I highly recommend listening to them. I'm just a very much avid Betches podcast listener. I enjoy the You Up podcast and I enjoy overthinking, overthinking notes, oversharing. I, I can't believe I mixed that up, but because I listen to that, that especially that podcast every Tuesday when it comes out on my walks and I just enjoy it. They're really good podcasts to listen to, especially. Okay. The thing is, Sometimes I feel like I shouldn't be listening to the You Up podcast on my walks because I look like a freaking fool laughing my ass off on my walks that I'm sure all of the neighbors that see me, they're like, what the heck? She's probably psychotic or she's like crazy (laughs) because I'm like, I'm not even like, it's not like a giggle laugh. It's like sometimes I'm like, I can't even walk from like the stomach ache type laugh. And yeah, so 
I highly recommend the Betches podcasts then all of them because I've already recommended you up and oversharing, but I haven't recommended Diet Starts Tomorrow and I've only started really, really listening to them recently and highly recommend. I highly recommend them. And also, if you're into learning some scientific facts, the Shortwave podcast by NPR is really good too. And that's as far as I have gotten with my podcast recently. And yeah, so those are my recommendations and I'm going to find a title for this segment soon. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and it added some value to your day. And I hope you guys have a great day or week or weekend whenever you're listening to the podcast. And support Nights at Nefertiti's by sharing it with a friend if you enjoy the podcast and think they will enjoy it too. And I hope you guys are excited for the next two episodes that will revolve probably on the same subject no not probably they will revolve around the same subject so thank you to bell hooks and leo for inspiring this series on love so anyway i'm I'm rambling now i'm going to talk to you guys later